Welcome to Smart Parent Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I run a tutoring company for K through 12 students who need help with reading, math, writing, study skills, ACT, SAT, prep, and more. My tutors work both virtually and in person. We specialize in really getting to know your kids and helping them thrive. I was a teacher and leader in a Georgia school system for 25 years. I saw what worked and what didn't. And there are definitely some gaps that teachers can't touch, which is why our tutors are so important. Teachers can only do so much. I'm here to bridge that gap between parents and teachers to help your kids become successful in school and beyond. Hello everybody and it's Helen Panos. Dynamis Learning Academy. I'm the owner of the company and an educator of 25 plus years. And uh, we are here to talk today about uh, the seven ways to prepare for the SAT and ACT. I get a lot of calls about this and requests about what can children do and, and teens. So my questions are, is your teen ready to begin preparing for the SAT and ACT, but needs some guidance? Uh, do they struggle with anxiety when it comes to high stakes tests and don't know where to start? Or maybe they've taken the SAT and ACT already and would like to improve their score because they didn't get the score they wanted. Many times I get a call from parents, their teen missed getting the 1200 on the SAT for um, the Zell Miller scholarship. And uh, that now they need help because they were trying to do some videos and things like this and, and using other materials to try to study for the test. So for most teens going into high stakes tests like the SAT and the ACT without the right kind of preparation just results in stress, uncertainty and misdirected time and energy. The truth is that most teens believe that they're prepared, but they're really not. Um, I can recall a story where a, a young lady called me. I, I know her now for a few years, and she had attempted to do the studying herself. And she took the test and could not pass it. I mean, she could not even finish it, actually. She could not finish all her test questions. Um, so she was lacking the strategy there to get the actual questions done quickly. So a lot of kids will tell you, um, mom, I've got this. I can get this done. I know how to study myself. I've been doing it for years. Um, so what most students don't know is that the tests are more about strategy than the subjects that they learned in school. And although they're given practice tests at school, they're not taught that strategy. And there's multiple strategies. It's not just one. So I'm gonna discuss today on the podcast how here the seven ways to prepare for high stakes tests, such as an SAT and ACT. And the number one way to do that is what I've been saying all along, I've now mentioned it a couple of times, is develop strategies. So for your team to be able to do that, they need to know how to strategize in finding an answer quickly and when to just move on. Um, it's not something that can be learned overnight. This is a different approach to studying than what they are used to with chapter tests. Normally in the chapter test, they 
parent teachers are going to give them a study guide. And they pretty much know what's going to be on their chapter test and they take it and they do pretty well. Normally, if they're motivated, they study. They've been listening all along. So that that's it requires like guided consistent practice to develop strategies in, in, the, in this particular case and the skills so that they take advantage of their time and get the most out of their test taking experience. So it requires guided constant uh, practice to develop strategies and skills so that they can take advantage of the time that is allowed to them to take the test and get the most out of their test taking experience. I wanted to repeat that because that's a very powerful sentence. They also need to know which skills to focus on, which questions to spend more time on, which ones not to really bother much with, and how much each question is worth and how the test will be scored. These are all very important components that I'm going to repeat one more time. So they need to know which skills to focus on, which questions to spend more time on, how much each question is worth and how the test will be scored. These are important, important things to know. Number two is understanding the test format. A lot of uh, students uh, will get these uh, booklets, the SAT Princeton Review uh, typically is a very popular one. Um, <clears throat> they will look at it and they won't really read the, the actual beginning part, which is pretty lengthy actually. Um, and I, I say that's, that is, you know, something they're not ready to do because they want to get straight into the test questions. So the beginning part of that book is important because it talks about test format <clears throat> and time being a factor, um, Students need to know that the time allotted for each section and how to address each question individually is very important to know. So that's why at the beginning part of the, these books that you can pick up from Barnes and Noble or anywhere, um, order it on Amazon. Uh, those That's the important part of that book is the very beginning. It's kind of like reading the introduction to a book, a novel. You want to dive right into the novel, but not necessarily read the introduction part, which is very, there's a reason it's there. Students need to know that it's not a good idea to leave questions unanswered. Uh, they need to know what to do when they encounter harder questions. Do they approach them? Do they spend a lot of time trying to figure them out, get frustrated over trying to figure them out? Or is there another strategy to that? They should capitalize on their strengths and know their weaknesses. This is especially important when deciding which test to take the SAT or the ACT. I get a lot of phone calls about that as well. And in our recent blog post that I have um, on dynamislearningacademy.com, um, we go into detail about the differences between the two tests and which ones are geared towards certain skill sets and aptitudes. Um, this parent is a must read and will provide you with lots of knowledge. That blog can be found again on my Dynamis Learning Academy website and it is dated November 16th of 2021, the seven ways to prepare for the SAT and ACT. And um, if you click on that, you will be able to see um, under number two where you can go into that blog post and find it. So um, number three is set a schedule. The first step is to develop a schedule weeks and or months ahead of time to begin learning the, this new approach 
that your child has to take to take a high stakes test. They need to do this, not you. Um, so the first step is to develop a schedule. That's what they need to do weeks and months ahead of time. They need to figure out when they're going to take the test, even if it's, let's say, not until maybe May um, of their junior year, then they need to think forward ahead and come back, actually, come back about eight to at least 20 weeks um, uh, to make sure they have enough time to study for this test. Once your teen has selected their test date, then they need to map that out and map out a study plan of action that will help them to be successful and score high on the test. Again, they may not be taking it till May of junior year. Map backwards, um, at least I'd say three months uh, minimum and possibly more, four months, five, it depends on your child and how much they feel like they need to study. Um, and they need to block in some time on their calendar to allow enough time to study for this test, to go through strategies, to read the, the prep book, to read the introduction to the prep book, to understand how this test is formatted. That alone will take a couple hours. So that is very, very important because once your teen has selected those dates and they've set that study plan in place, that will help them to be successful and score high on the test. That's a big component. Special message from Dynamis Learning Academy. Sarah did well on her SATs in every area except math, which she had scored 200 out of 800. Her mother struggled to find a program to help Sarah with the area she struggled in. She came to Dynamis Learning Academy and we set up an individual program customized for her so it would help her increase her score. When she took the test again, she increased her score by 400 points. If your child is struggling with SAT or ACT prep and you know they will benefit from individual support, connect with us at Dynamis Learning Academy. We can be reached at 770-282-9931. Thank you. Number four is create a productive workspace. Just like we all do before we're about to work, we make sure everything is organized and in order. So they need to have their prep materials there at their desk. They need to have pencils if they're doing this on, on the on paper, as a paper pencil test if, when they're taking the practice test. If they're doing it online, then they need their laptop, of course, or iPad. So make sure that the workspace is organized and free from distractions like cell phones need to be put up or at least turned off or other technological gadgets that may be in the room, TVs, anything like that, that may have them varying a little bit to um, when they get bored, <laughs> they may want to go turn on the TV and start looking at that. And then they never get back to the studying part of this. So have only the supplies a teen needs on his or her desk and remove all unnecessary items. Uh, paper needs to be there for scratch paper, a calculator, um, anything like that, that you could think of that your child needs writing instruments. So have a consistent location in the home that is more formal, like a desk and a chair, a place where the student can focus and spend positive energy on the task at hand. Um, sometimes if people are gonna do it, let's say they have a desk in their bedroom, that's fine. And then maybe they have a little um, pillow area on the floor. 
it's okay if they need to move over there for an hour, let's say, but they should not probably just stay there or lay down because then they're gonna get tired and, and they're gonna lose the focus of, of what they're really trying to do, which is study for this test. Um, choosing another alternative spot elsewhere may also be a good idea as a second option and for a change of scenery. So I was just saying maybe a pillow and on the floor maybe just somewhere else in the house is a second option. They may even choose that they feel a library is a good place, libraries are open, and or uh, they can use that as a, I need a different scene today and I don't wanna be just in my desk at home. Let me go to the library and study instead in this particular corner, but they should always probably try to find a corner that's the quietest in the library. Because sometimes, you know, people do come in if they have those study hall, a study um, little uh, closets in these libraries, then you could probably reserve those ahead of time. Usually they allow you to do that the morning of. And I know certain libraries do have those, which is awesome. I know Cobb County has that. Um, so, again, create a productive workspace with as little to no distractions as possible. Number five, research test prep materials. Do an internet search and read the reviews on all the supplemental books that are out there in the market because there are plenty of them and see which ones are ranked the best as the best sources for practice tests and for studying. And then have your team choose which is best for him. Narrow it down to three and if, if need be, maybe go to a Barnes and Noble. I've done this before. Go to a Barnes and Noble, narrow it down to three and actually find those three sit down there and actually have your team flip through the book and see what grasps them better. And it depends on your child and the way that that booklet is set up, maybe appealing to them or just something about the writing in it. So again, choose the materials wisely, read the reviews. All this is gonna take time. And that's why I mentioned ahead of time in this uh, podcast that you really need to start four months ahead of time, maybe five, because you've got to figure out if you're going to do this on your own, that you need to do the research on the books. Now with Dynamis Learning Academy, my tutor already knows the two books he uses that are the best in his opinion. He's been doing this over 20 years and he tells the teens which books to get. And it's that simple. So that, that step would be removed. Uh, now, number six is take a practice test. Students should take at least one time practice test and review the questions that they missed two weeks before the test. There are also websites that offer free SAT and ACT practice tests and sample test questions. Again, this is very important is that the more they can take practice tests um, and review these questions that they've missed, the better because it's all about practice and repetition. And the more you could do this, the better. And also it's about stamina. The tests are very long. They're about two and a half to three hours long. If your child has extended time, it's going to be even longer. So it's very important that they can uphold the stamina to take these tests. So I would suggest that as they're taking these practice tests, they sit down and do that all in one sitting, just like they would proctor a test for the SAT and ACT. They need to mirror that same uh, extended time. And as they're studying, coming back to time, as they study, they may not study as long at first, maybe an hour. Then they need to slowly start increasing that to an hour and a half, to a two-hour spurt, 
to a two and a half hour spurt then, and then three. They need to then stick with doing three hours of studying for quite a while so that they can get, again, build up that stamina that they need to take a test like this. Because a lot of times it's, that's one of the top things that you need in order to be successful is the stamina. Number seven is prepare the body and mind. And this is something your children may not be thinking about, your team may not be thinking about, but it's very important on the days leading up to the test, students should have a routine in place by now in which they are getting plenty of rest and reading something positive before going to bed each night. Some people like to read um, affirmations, some like to pray, maybe even just something to calm and ease the mind before going to sleep, maybe a few yoga poses if, if your kids like to do that. In the morning, they should have a movement routine to kick off their morning in a positive light. If they will do that, that that's awesome. If they can get in a routine to do that. Um, we all know how important physical and mental activity is to being successful in school and in life. So them like forming this habit and this routine actually is something they could do every day, not just for the SAT and ACT. And it becomes a habit and it's great for them getting ready and getting their mind prepped to even go to school to start their day. And then that will roll into them to their life as an adult when they go to work, when they go to college um, and anything else they do in the future. If they're gonna be an entrepreneur, start their own business, this is a terrific routine to, to start from now. Um, preparing to take the SAT or the ACT requires careful planning and acquiring skills and strategies that maximize the student's time and energy. There are several reasons why we recommend bringing a qualified Dynamis Learning Academy tutor on board to help your child with this process. Overall, it will provide them with the confidence and the skills that they need to successfully navigate the tedious test-taking process. Again, it's all about planning, executing, getting the skills and the strategies that they need to maximize their, you know, their time in taking the SAT and the ACT because we know it's a very lengthy test. And it's definitely just mind boggling and also it just exhausts kids. Um, it's very tiring. So contact me, Helen Panos, Dynamis Learning Academy, so we could discuss your teen's college planning goals, um, scoring high on this test. What is the test score that they need? Do they need the 1200 to meet the uh, Zell scholarship on the SAT and whatever the magical number is for the ACT? You know, what is what colleges do they have in mind? What are the scores they need to get to get accepted to those colleges? Um, so I will help direct you and your team to the best possible program so that he or she may feel confident and successful when entering a testing site. That is the number one thing. We wanna reduce the anxiety before they get, ever get there and make them feel very confident as they are leading into going to take that test because that is a big part of taking an exam like this is the mindset and the attitude before you enter the actual testing site. That's half the battle. So I wanna definitely encourage you parents to follow these seven ways to help your children set their minds into the right uh, area and to have them you know, follow as many of these steps, workspace, 
uh, testing prep materials, taking practice tests, setting the schedule, and developing strategies that they need. All of these and preparing the body and mind, all of these are very important. So as an expert educator with over 25 years of experience, I believe in the importance of helping children reach their potential and become well-rounded intelligent citizens with a positive influence and impact on society. Um, I would love to assist uh, parents in ass assessing the best skills and strategies and tools and resources to help your child be successful on these tests and to ultimately excel in the world. We, are, we have uh, tutors that are, have experience of 20 years plus in doing the SAT and ACT themselves and tutoring them. And they know a lot of what I just talked about in this podcast, which is number one, developing the strategies, understanding the test format, the, you know, the tricks and, and the things you wouldn't know only, you know, from doing this for so long, they know a lot of the inside tricks, a lot of the things to, to save some time when kids are taking the tests and they can give individual attention to what they see your child needs when they're when they're tutoring them because every child is different. So if they notice uh, that your child is getting anxious as they're take, taking the test prep class, then they might talk with them separately and, and talk through some things that they're going through related to this test. Um, I remember when I was uh, in my teens and I was taking the SAT, I was very anxious. And now I'm thinking back, I'm just thinking just the whole pressure of that test is quite large. And a lot of kids today are, you know, they have a lot on their plate already. And um, so what is it going to take to ease that tension and not take the test so seriously that it affects their outcome and how they take the test? So a big part of that is mind and body. And um, I wish I had known this when I was uh, actually a teen and would have loved to have had the um, the skills and the tips and the strategies from a, a SAT, ACT prep tutor, but back then it wasn't as prevalent. So I wanna encourage you parents to reach out to me so we can have a discussion about your teen and what exactly they need. We do have private tutoring one-on-one -on -one and plus small group uh, virtually um, on uh, SAT and ACT prep. We also, have prep for SSAT and uh, PSAT. And those are two tests that are not, you know, are pretty a great idea for your child to take ahead of time so that that can give them an indication of how they would do on an SAT and ACT. So take care, everyone. I appreciate you listening and uh, reach out again if you have any questions at all about how to uh, help your child get the score that they need so they can go to the college of their choice. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to www.dynamuslearningacademy.com backslash podcast backslash. Also, it would warm my heart if you reviewed the podcast on Spotify and shared it with your community. And remember, I believe that every child would benefit from getting extra support outside the classroom, whether they are struggling or are part of an advanced or gifted program, because teachers just can't do it all. 
Please connect with me about our K-12 tutoring, SAT or ACT prep classes, and writing workshops to help your child excel in school. I can be reached through email at helen at dynamuslearningacademy.com or by phone at 770-282-9931. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.